your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 348 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And there is so, so, so much to get into here today. Everything having to do with Tom Wilson and the fact that Artemi Panarin is now going to be out for the season. Uh, How the Rangers might look to line up without Artemi Panarin. We'll dive into some more thoughts about the incident itself with Tom Wilson and all the crap that he pulled two nights ago. We'll talk about the NHL's action, or rather their inaction, with regards to what Tom Wilson did. I mean, the guy is a repeat offender. He's quite clearly the dirtiest player in hockey. He deserved to be suspended for this. The NHL apparently couldn't comprehend uh, what is common sense to the rest of us, that Tom Wilson does not deserve to be out on the ice, and he probably deserves an indefinite suspension. Look, if Tom Wilson was a first-time offender and he did all these things, I'd probably be okay with a fine and maybe a short suspension. But the fact that he just continues to get away with this crap and that the NHL does nothing to step in and dissuade him from doing this, the fact that the Capitals never step in to do anything to dissuade him from doing this, he deserves to be suspended indefinitely. He deserves to be suspended for the entire postseason. And... We're going to be talking about all that, but I think we got to start by talking about Artemi Panarin. I'm not going to talk about a thug like Tom Wilson at length before I talk about Artemi Panarin, a guy who you know could be up for the Lady Bing Trophy. That's a trophy that doesn't really uh, get as much attention as some other ones, but he's definitely in the running for it this season. And somebody who, had he played the full season for the Rangers, I think he'd at least be in line for another... Hart Trophy nominee. I mean, it looks like Connor McDavid is probably going to be the MVP of the league this season, and rightfully so. But I think if uh, Panarin had played the entire season, if he didn't have to deal with, uh, you know, everything that he dealt with earlier in the season, the political hit piece and the completely bogus and baseless accusations against him, then yeah, I think he'd be right in there in the mix for MVP once again this season. And again, we will get to Tom Wilson and the fact that his scumbaggery continues to go unaddressed by the league. But I'm going to tell you guys something that you're all very much aware of already, and that is that Tom Wilson does not belong on the same hockey rink as Artemi Panarin for many, many, many reasons. And so obviously, we got to talk about Artemi Panarin first. We got to talk about our guy before we talk about, you know, this dirtbag on the Capitals. So again, let's talk about the bread man. He's going to be out for the season, and we're going to eventually get into what the Rangers can do, how they can line up without Artemi Panarin. But I want to present you guys with a little bit of a hypothetical to kind of kick off today's show, okay? Because... We now know that the Rangers have been eliminated from playoff contention. They got three regular season games left, and then that's it. The offseason begins. But imagine if the Rangers were gearing up for a playoff run and all this nonsense with Tom Wilson happens the other night. You know, as it stands, we're all furious about this, and rightfully so. We wanted justice from the NHL. We did not get it. But where this could all be so much worse is what if the Rangers were about to enter the postseason? Because as we all know, Artemi Panarin is one of, if not the most valuable players in this league. Once again, I think that's Connor McDavid's uh, award to lose this season. 
But Panarin, despite missing all the games that he already missed this season, I believe 11 was the count when, uh, you know, he had to sit out after the political hit piece. And obviously now he's going to be missing the last three games of the season. Panarin's name definitely belongs in the MVP conversation. He should have won the award last year. But, uh, you know, we've long since established that. Not going to get into that in too much detail today. But if the Raiders were about to enter the playoffs, they would have to do so without their absolute best player. And we've seen the residual effect of what happens when Artemi Panarin is not on the ice for the New York Rangers. The Rangers aren't the same team, and we'd be gearing up for a playoff series probably as the underdog against one of these other great teams in the Eastern Division like the Capitals or the Penguins or the Islanders because, yeah, the Rangers right now, they're saying that Artemi Panarin is out for the season. But as is usually the case when it comes to not just the Rangers but just about any team in the NHL, they're being kind of vague about the injury. All we really know is that it's a lower body injury, which is probably good news because you saw that you know, the way Tom Wilson grabbed Artemi Panarin by the hair and just yanked him backward. I mean, he really could have hurt his, his head, his neck. Uh, that was a really, really dangerous situation. And if you're Tom Wilson, you know, it takes a lot of guts to, to pick on a guy that's about 80 pounds lighter than you. But, you know, again, because the Rangers aren't going to the playoffs, all we know for sure is that this injury is serious enough to keep him out uh, through Saturday's season finale against the Boston Bruins. But what if the Rangers were playoff bound? Would Panarin have missed the entire first round of the playoffs? The second round? The entire tournament? You know, those are questions that we don't know the answer to right now, and I get the feeling we probably will find out in due time once more details about the injury become available to us. But one of the biggest crimes here is that the Rangers, if they were going to make the playoffs, may have just lost their best player for a significant amount of time, if not the entire tournament, and Tom Wilson, he gets to play in the playoffs. It's absolutely disgraceful. The NHL should be flat out embarrassed by all of this, and... As for Artemi Panarin, I mean, he closes out another just phenomenal season for this team. You can't say enough about the job he's done. Signs the big money contract before last season. Comes in, exceeds all expectations, has established himself as a leader on this team, puts up points on a nightly basis, makes players around him better. I mean, you could go on and on and on about Artemi Panarin. We all know what a fantastic hockey player he is. But he closes the book on his season with 42 games played, 17 goals scored, and 41 assists. So that's a total of 58 points in just 42 games. And forget about a point-per-game player, because I think a lot of times that's kind of a plateau where, you know, a lot of us look at, if somebody gets to point per game, it's like, okay, this guy, he means business. This guy is a big-time star in this league. Artemi Panarin is basically an assist-per-game player. Don't even factor in the goals. He's an assist-per-game player. And once again, that is somebody who absolutely makes players around him that much better. It's one of the biggest assets that he brings to this New York Ranger team. And now, unfortunately, the Rangers going to be without him for the rest of the regular season. And again, if they were playoff-bound, they might be without him there as well, at least for a few games, maybe the whole first round, maybe the entire tournament. We'll never know for sure. But Artemi Panarin, there's a very good chance that if the Rangers were going to the playoffs, that he would be out for a significant amount of time. Meanwhile, that dirtbag Tom Wilson doesn't have to miss any time. He gets to play the rest of the regular season. He gets to play the entire playoff tournament. So we're going to talk more about that in just a second. Uh, to just kind of close the book, once again, on Panarin's season, he was also a plus 14, had only six penalty minutes. That's why I mentioned the uh, Lady Bing Trophy being a possibility for Artemi Panarin, uh, put 106 shots on net, dished out 13 hits, blocked seven shots. So again, it's really unfortunate what happened. I think you got to give the Rangers a lot of credit. You got to give credit to these guys that were out there on the ice because Artemi Panarin, Pavel Buchnevich, and Ryan Strom, not exactly known for being fighters, but all those guys were watching out for each other out there and, you know, basically just trying to control uh, that animal, Tom Wilson. So you know, again, it's really unfortunate what happened. We are just scratching the surface here. We're going to continue to basically just fire away on Tom Wilson, and we are going to get into the Rangers just scathing takedown of the NHL's Department of Player Safety. We are going to be doing that in just a second. 
Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Com. To just kind of bring everybody up to speed on the Tom Wilson situation, he has been fined $5,000 from the league. That was for punching Pavel Buchnevich in the back of the head while Pavel Buchnevich was laying face down on the ice completely defenseless. He was not disciplined at all for anything that he did uh, to Artemi Panarin. And it's obviously ridiculous. The NHL should have gone after him a lot harder than this. He's a repeat offender. And this league has done absolutely nothing to dissuade him from behaving like this on the ice. And... For some context, you know, the $5,000, it's the most allowed by the league, and it's also the same amount that Henrik Lundqvist was fined about, let's see, seven years ago in the 2014 Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 6. There was a big skirmish between the Rangers and the Penguins near the end of that game, and Lundqvist, you know, Crosby was right in the middle of it, throwing a fit like he usually does. He gets dragged down to the ice, and as Lundqvist is skating by, he's got his water bottle, and he squirts Crosby with it. So Lundqvist was fined the same amount of money and given the same exact punishment for squirting Sidney Crosby with a water bottle as Tom Wilson was fined for, you know, again, putting his stick on the back of Pavel Buchnevich's neck, punching him in the back of the head while he was face down on the ice, and then ragdolling Artemi Panarin, grabbing him by the hair and pulling him backwards. It's absolutely ridiculous. And just to kind of add some additional context here, I want to take you guys back to a play that happened at the end of last year's regular season. In fact, it was the final game that the Rangers played before the season was put on pause for very obvious reasons. And in that game, Brandon Lemieux, uh, he was in the Rangers zone and he basically led with his shoulder, put his shoulder right into the head of Jonas Donskoy and, you know, knocked Donskoy down. He ended up getting a two-game suspension for the infraction. And I think what Brandon Lemieux absolutely pales in comparison to what Tom Wilson did here, and of course, Brandon Lemieux, you know, he gets himself in trouble every now and then, but he's not the repeat offender that Tom Wilson is, so the idea that, 
you know, Brandon Lemieux was suspended for two games and Tom Wilson gets none. It's, again, absolutely ridiculous. And for anybody who's listening to this episode, I mean, obviously we got some Ranger fans here. There might be some non-Ranger fans because obviously this whole Tom Wilson situation, very hot-button topic. And I'm just looking to prove to everybody because I'm going to go in on Tom Wilson here. I'm not going to pull any punches. And I just want to kind of establish a tone here that I'm not just being a Ranger homer here and I'm not just, you know, being a Tom Wilson hater because when Brandon Lemieux did what he did last season and he got the suspension, I called Lemieux out for it. And I 100% agreed with the fact that Lemieux should be suspended. If you go back and listen to those episodes, that's what you'll find. And, you know, I did, you know, to be completely fair here, I'm going to give you guys the whole picture. Lemieux, when he was originally suspended, it was with the idea that he would be suspended for two regular season games because nobody knew that the NHL was going to go on pause at that point. So what happened was, because that was the last regular season game, Lemieux, instead of being suspended for two regular season games, ended up being suspended for two postseason games. And I kind of floated out the idea of, well, you know, since this suspension was originally intended for the regular season, then maybe the NHL could suspend him for not the playoffs, but the two, the first two regular season games for the po- the following season. I did throw that out as a possibility. I also throw out as a possibility, you know, maybe two regular season games, if you want to suspend Brennan Lemieux for the postseason, maybe two regular season games is the equivalent of one postseason game. I threw them out as ideas, but I wasn't, you know, sitting here and pounding my fist on the table and saying that it was unfair that Brennan Lemieux ended up being suspended for the two playoff games because a two-game suspension is a two-game suspension, whether it's the regular season or the offseason. But the idea, again, that Brandon Lemieux got two games for that, Tom Wilson gets nothing for this, is beyond ridiculous. And I wanted to read you a couple of quotes from the Rangers. And don't worry, we're going to get to the big one uh, from the New York Ranger organization itself because they just delivered, again, a scathing takedown of the NHL Department of Player Safety, and rightfully so. But this is what David Quinn had to say about uh, everything that happened, and he was asked if he was okay with Tom Wilson's punishment. This is what he had to say. Not at all. Anybody in hockey, and certainly everybody in our organization, is very disappointed. A line was crossed. Panarin didn't have his helmet on. He was vulnerable, and he got hurt. To me, there was an awful lot there to suspend him. So that was from David Quinn, and this is what Ryan Strom had to say on the whole situation. He said, I think it's a joke, to be honest with you. I think Tom Wilson is an effective hockey player. He plays the game on the edge, which is what it is. I think the league missed one big time. And I agree with Ryan Strom. And Strom's somebody, man, I I like Ryan Strom more and more by the day. I like that he spoke up here. I like the fact that, you know, he was out there trying to watch out for Pavel Buchnevich while, you know, this doofus Tom Wilson is on top of him, raining down uh, a right hand to the back of his head. And, you know, I know Strom has his critics, but I think he's somebody who has given the Rangers a lot more than anyone ever could have expected over these last two seasons. And, you know, despite a lack of size, somebody who is willing to go out there and uh, stand up for his teammates if the occasion calls for it. Not that he's going to fight, but he'll at least get in there and mix it up and uh, do what he did two nights ago, which is, you know, pull Tom Wilson off of his teammate. God only knows what Tom Wilson would have continued to do to Pavel Buchnevich. He already pinned him down to the ice with his stick on the back of his neck and punched him in the back of the head. So if Ryan Strom didn't see that, if Ryan Strom wasn't quick to step in there and get Tom Wilson in a headlock, uh, God only knows what could have happened. So kudos to Ryan Strom, both for what he did on the ice and for his comments here. But now let's go to the big one, the one that basically got everybody talking, and that is the official statement from the New York Rangers themselves. And I got to be honest, guys, this made my jaw drop when I read this, especially toward the end, because you just don't see teams uh, go in the way the Rangers went in here, the way they basically just attacked the NHL Department of Player Safety, the way they specifically attacked George Peros. So, yeah, let me just go ahead and read it here, and uh, we'll share my thoughts as soon as I'm done reading the statement. This is what the Rangers released yesterday in the aftermath of Tom Wilson not getting suspended by the league. Here's Here's what we got here. 
The New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions cause an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by NHL head of player safety George Peros and believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. Damn. I mean, that is, wow, that is ruthless. And, you know, I saw people speculating like, well, you know, is the NHL going to find the Rangers for this? We're going to talk about that and get into this from a whole bunch of different angles in just a second here. This is one of those episodes that's going to be very, very difficult to contain it to just 30 minutes, but we will do our best. And like I said, uh, we will dive into this and break it down in greater detail in just a second. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. So, uh, yeah, how about that statement by the Rangers basically calling for the job of George Peros? I mean, I guess they weren't quite that blunt about it, but they said that he, they believe he's unfit to continue in his current role. Uh, that's pretty extreme. You don't see teams do that. And I feel like the Rangers, and I, I don't know exactly who put this statement together, if it was John Davidson, if Jeff Gorton did it, uh, maybe the entire organization together had a hand in, in, you know, wording this the way that they wanted to word it. But you don't see this. You don't see a team really go all in against the league the way that the Rangers did here. And I feel like the Rangers, maybe I'm off here. I feel like the Rangers are almost daring the NHL to come after them for this, to initiate some kind of discipline against the Rangers, whether it's a fine or whatever it might be. Because how bad would the NHL look if they allow Tom Wilson to basically go unpunished for what he did 
uh, two nights ago against the Rangers. I mean, I know he had the $5,000 fine, but that's a slap on a wrist. Tom Wilson makes $5.1 million a season, so I really don't think $5,000 is going to hurt him too much. And imagine if the NHL takes complete inaction against Tom Wilson, but then goes after the New York Rangers just for, you know, a, a, a press release that they put out there, just for words that they said. Uh, they would look even worse than they already do. So I feel like the Rangers are almost, uh, you know, basically uh, playing a game of chicken with the NHL uh, with this statement and probably trying to enact change because if Tom Wilson, let, let's be honest here, Tom Wilson is 27 years old. This is not the last time he's going to do something like this, especially when the NHL continues to fail to take action against him, to take significant action against him. I know he's been suspended in the past, but it's just slap on the wrist after slap on the wrist after slap on the wrist. And Tom Wilson would probably gladly pay $5,000 to be able to do what he did to Pavel Buchnevich at Artemi Panarin the other night. So, yeah, the Rangers, they basically called out the NHL. Again, credit to them for having the guts to do so because you don't see stuff like this on a day-to-day -day basis where a team basically calls out the league and calls out the Department of Player Safety. But a couple other angles I wanted to take here, a couple other ways I wanted to look at this entire situation. So, one idea that's kind of been floated... I know some people kind of went after the Rangers for not retaliating against Tom Wilson on Monday's game. Uh, Wilson was given the 10-minute misconduct. The whole incident happened in the second period. The 10-minute misconduct and all the other penalty minutes that he was assessed, they all carried into the third period. So Wilson was gone for a while. He came back. Of course, he ends up scoring that empty net goal. And some people were upset at the Rangers for not really going after him, for not, you know, somebody looking to take a run at him or looking to drop the gloves with him. Here's the problem with that. The Rangers, at least the roster that they had on the ice on Monday, who on the Ranger team, I mean, maybe Brendan Smith, but who besides Brendan Smith is cut out to fight Tom Wilson? Because, yes, Tom Wilson is a dirtbag. I think we're all pretty much aware of that. But he is a really good fighter. And what player on the Rangers is going to enter a fight against Tom Wilson as the favorite to win the fight? Probably none of them. And you could argue maybe that, well, that doesn't matter. You got to fight him anyway. You got to send a message that that's not going to be tolerated. You got to stand up for yourself. I get all that. But it's a dangerous situation. I mean, do you want, you know, do you want Ryan Strom to fight Tom Wilson? Do you want Capo Caco to fight Tom Wilson? Probably not. And then another issue there is that a lot of the Rangers who might be candidates under normal circumstances to drop the gloves with Tom Wilson were not available in this game. You know, Chris Kreider, he's a big guy. He doesn't fight that often. Again, I think he would definitely be the underdog against Tom Wilson, but he's emerged as a leader on this team. Maybe Chris Kreider would have dropped the gloves had he been out there. Uh, maybe somebody like Ryan Lindgren. Ryan Lindgren, big, tough, physical, throwback player. You know, he's uh, going to stick up for his teammates if and when the occasion calls for it, and the occasion definitely called for it on Monday against the Capitals. And, you know, he was out of the lineup too. And then you've got also maybe Jacob Truba. You know, Truba's a big guy, uh, kind of a little bit of a throwback player in his own right. And he wasn't available either. So I just don't know uh, who fights him if you're the Rangers. Brian Lemieux's gone. I mean, Lemieux, he would enter as the underdog too, but he'd be crazy enough to do it. We saw him fight Tom Wilson last season. Uh, and as crazy as this sounds, I can't even believe I'm about to say this. I think Tony D'Angelo, if he was still around. And look, Tony D'Angelo, uh, the book is closed on him being a New York Ranger. I get the feeling if he was still on the team, he might have been crazy enough to do it, too. He might have thrown down with Tom Wilson in this game. But that kind of leads me into my next point here because, you know, I'm looking at this roster, and, of course, you know, we're all aware of the fact that the Rangers and Capitals are going to play each other again tonight. And I'm looking at the roster and looking at the depth chart, and it's like, man, like, who do the Rangers have that can fight this guy? And for the record, I'm not advocating for anybody to just 
uh, take a run at him, go after his knee, you know, something just really, really dirty, something that Tom Wilson would do on the ice. I'm just advocating for somebody to drop the gloves with him and fight him because this cannot go without a response tonight if you're the New York Rangers. Somebody has to do something. And so, you know, again, I'm looking up and down the roster, looking at who's going to be out there. Really, Brennan Smith is about the only guy who you could think of who could stand up to this guy and who could fight him and who, if you're the Rangers, you'd feel comfortable asking him, hey, man, you got you to gotta take on Tom Wilson tonight. So there was an idea floated around, and I first saw this in an article from our friend Anthony Scoltori. Anthony Scoltori is the owner and creator of the ForeverBlueShirts.com website. Absolutely does a fantastic job covering the New York Rangers. He also runs the DailyGoalhorn.com. He's been a guest on this podcast a couple of times in the past. It's always a good time talking some hockey with Anthony. But he was the first one, at least that I saw, that had the idea of calling up Mason Gearson from the AHL Wolfpack because Gearson is a big guy and he's a fighter. And so credit to Anthony for thinking outside the box a little bit here and floating the idea that maybe Mason Gearson is your guy. As of now, you know, it's into the early afternoon here. I have not seen any transactions announced by the Rangers as far as calling him up or calling up anybody to put him into the lineup and maybe take on Wilson. But it's definitely an idea. It's an idea I could get definitely get on board with. And for anybody who wants a little bit of background on Gearson, I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but he's 26 years old. He was drafted in the fourth round, number 93 overall, by the Colorado Avalanche back in 2013. He's a defenseman. He has yet to make his NHL debut. But what a way that would be to break into the league, to debut in the third-to-last game of the regular season with basically the assignment of making Tom Wilson bleed. I mean, that's basically what it would be. I, I hate to be so blunt about it, but... That's the assignment that Mason Gearson would draw. And who knows, you know, if, if he would stick around, if that might be his only game that he ever plays with the New York Rangers. I think if, you know what, if Gearson goes out there tonight, if the Rangers call him up and he goes out there and he fights Tom Wilson, I think if you're the Rangers, you got to find a way to keep this guy in the lineup for the last two games of the season. Because as we just talked about, he's 26 years old and has yet to make his NHL debut. One other question I'd just kind of like to float here as it pertains to this entire Tom Wilson situation. It's something that I talked about briefly in our last episode when I was just kind of getting over the shock of everything that Tom Wilson did on the ice. But here's a question that I have for all of you. Where are the Capitals in all this? Where's Alex Ovechkin? Where's Nick Backstrom? Where's John Carlson? Where are any of these long-tenured Washington Capitals? Where's Peter Laviolette? None of them have done anything either in the aftermath of this latest incident or any of the other Tom Wilson incidents over the years to do anything to reel in their goon, to condemn this kind of behavior. This has no place in the NHL. And for David Quinn, you know, I know there's people that really like David Quinn. There's people that maybe aren't necessarily the biggest fans of David Quinn. And, you know, he's he's gotten mixed reviews from Ranger fans over these last couple of years here. I think that's safe to say. But... This kind of garbage would not stand under David Quinn. Apparently, it does stand under Peter Laviolette. I don't think it would stand under any of the Rangers' alternate captains. The Rangers obviously don't have a captain right now. There's nobody that wears the C. But you're telling me that guys like Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider are going to put up with this kind of nonsense from one of their teammates? You're telling me that David Quinn, who will bench you if you take a foolish offensive zone penalty, you're telling me that he's going to put up with that? I really don't think so. So, you know what? The Capitals, they do nothing. They empower... Tom Wilson, they don't do anything to condemn this kind of behavior. Here's my next question. What's going to happen when Tom Wilson paralyzes someone? Yeah, let that sink in for a second. What's it going to be from the NHL? Another $5,000 fine? Another two or three game suspension? You know, will Ovechkin and Backstrom and Carlson and Laviolette, will they continue to be complacent in this complete horse that they get from Tom Wilson in a seemingly night in and night out basis? You know, maybe they'll speak up when Tom Wilson does something this stupid in a big spot in a playoff game and cost the Washington Capitals their season. I mean, we probably don't have to worry about that because the Washington Capitals will 
probably just end up choking in the playoffs like they do every single year. And that might sound kind of strange coming from someone whose team has won the Stanley Cup one time since 1940. But let's be honest, the Capitals, for the most part, through the Ovechkin era, I know they got the one Stanley Cup. They're chokers. So they'll probably eliminate themselves. They don't have to worry about Tom Wilson doing anything stupid to cause them to be eliminated. And I don't know this for sure. I have to definitely emphasize that point before I say what I'm about to say here. But I've come up with a hypothesis for why none of these players on the Capitals ever speak out against Tom Wilson, ever sit him down. And granted, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe Alex Ovechkin has sat down with Tom Wilson. Maybe Peter Laviolette has. Maybe Nick Backstrom has at one time or another. But it certainly doesn't seem like that. Tom Wilson's actions on the ice don't suggest that he's ever had, you know, a stern talking to or an ultimatum that we are not going to play hockey like this. Do you know why? It never happens, or it seemingly never happens. And again, this is just a hypothesis. I do not know this for a fact. Maybe the Capitals like it. Maybe they see it as a competitive advantage. What other explanation is there at this point? And I know, again, we are not privy to what goes on behind the scenes, but where are all these Capital players? How have none of them said a single word about this, either in private to Tom Wilson, which maybe they have, or they haven't come out and said, you know what, that's not Capitals hockey. That's not the way we do things around here. Because that is how they do things around there. That's how the Capitals play. They condone this. They empower him, and they always paint him as the victim, and this is what you get. And I shudder to think what Tom Wilson's, you know, grand finale or whatever you want to call it is going to be. What is going to happen to a player in this league because, A, the Capitals do nothing, and B, the NHL does nothing. I, I really shudder to think what could end up happening with this jackass out there on that on that ice. And do you know what's really scary? Well, first of all, Tom Wilson's going to be back out there on the ice again tonight, and he's a threat to everyone's health and safety every single time he steps onto a hockey rink. But beyond that, the Rangers are a team with nothing to lose. And again, I'm not condoning violence. I'm not saying, you know, take out Tom Wilson at the knee or something like that. But whatever happens in this game, and again, I don't want anyone to suffer any kind of a career-ending injury or anything like that. But whatever happens in this game tonight, hey, NHL... The blood is on your hands because you have done nothing to prevent it. You have only encouraged it because apparently the NHL doesn't deal out justice in situations like this. And that sends a message to the Rangers that the only justice that you're going to get is the justice that you take. Maybe this is what the NHL wants. Maybe they figure, uh, you know, they put Tom Wilson back out there after he did what he did on Monday and maybe the ratings will go up and maybe people will tune into this game. Maybe we'll have a bunch of non-Ranger and non-Capital fans watching this game tonight. I don't know. I can only guess I mean it's it's just absolutely insane that he wasn't suspended for this and again I mentioned this earlier I believe but how do you not just at least suspend him for one game if for no other reason than to prevent what could get very very ugly tonight I mean th this could be really bad because again Rangers they feel like justice was not served they have already been eliminated from playoff contention the Capitals have really to my knowledge said nothing against anything that uh, Tom Wilson did in that game so they're going to be out there they're going to be hungry Maybe they don't just go after Tom Wilson. Again, I'm not condoning this. I'm not saying that, you know, somebody should take a run at Nick Backstrom's knee or anything like that, or somebody should, you know, cross-check John Carlson in the back of the head. I'm not advocating any of that, but something is going to happen tonight. This is not just going to be a cordial hockey game. And again, the NHL, the blood is on your hands. Whatever happens tonight, it is your fault. And to a lesser extent, not even to a lesser extent, to a similar extent, it's on the Capitals' hands as well because no one has done anything to dissuade this goon from acting the way he acts on a hockey rink, and he's just an absolute disgrace to the game. And going to be an interesting game tonight. I don't really know what else to say. By the way, you know, there's a bunch of other things we could talk about. We're already going over the time here. Uh, Jacob Truba and Ryan Lindgren both out for the season. That's obviously very unfortunate. We will talk about 
more about you know the seasons that the two of them had. I think both of them turned in strong seasons for the Rangers this year, and obviously we definitely could have used them uh, in either of these two games against the Capitals here. And the other thing that really sucks about this is we're pretty much out of time for today. Again, this was going to be a loaded episode. There were so many different angles to cover this Tom Wilson situation from, but I should be on here. It's getting toward the end of the season. We've got guys like Zach Jones and Tarmo Reunanen getting their feet wet in the NHL. Vitaly Krausov, you know, still kind of finding his wings in the league. And I didn't talk about any of those guys at all today because Tom Wilson is a complete goon and because the NHL and the Capitals refuse to do anything to reel this guy in. They just continue to let him go out there and act like a complete animal. And God only knows what's going to happen tonight. I mean, I really hope that no one suffers a serious injury, but somebody in the Rangers needs to drop the gloves of Tom Wilson, maybe multiple players. I mean, maybe what you do if you're the Rangers is you just keep fighting him. Pick three guys to fight Tom Wilson on the night, three fights, and you're thrown out of the game. So that might be the safest thing to do. Have three different Rangers fight Tom Wilson in the first period, and then you can get him out of there before he has a chance to injure somebody because he's automatically thrown out of the game after three fights. That is, I'm almost positive that's still the rule. I mean, I can't imagine the NHL would get rid of that rule. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, it, don't miss this one tonight. And I, I hate even kind of playing into that and, like, promoting this game because, oh, there's going to be bloodshed. But for better or worse, this is going to be must-see TV tonight. So definitely make sure you catch the Rangers and Capitals tonight. Rangers have already announced that Alex Georgiev is going to be in net, but that's going to pretty much do it for today. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. And now that I'm editing this episode, we get just the unbelievable, just complete, insane news that the Rangers have fired Jeff Gorton and John Davidson. And saying that out loud makes me realize just how insane it really is. I think both guys have done a really nice job helping the Rangers through this rebuild. The immediate assumption, I think, from a lot of us is that the reason they were fired is the statement that they put out against the NHL regarding the Tom Wilson situation. But now there are also rumors that it's actually because Dolan doesn't think the rebuild is going fast enough. Either way, an absolutely awful decision by the New York Rangers. Both guys were excelling at their job and getting this team pointed in the right direction. And we are going to talk a ton more about that in our next episode, which will likely be recorded as soon as the Ranger Capital bloodbath con concludes tonight. So, yeah, I don't really know what else to say, guys. I'm sorry. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.